kind of before the tournament, you you bounce around plenty of different ideas. Uh, but at the moment, you know, it's it, we look back at the last couple of games and yeah, haven't got the wickets, but there's probably been three chances in each first ten overs that we just haven't got or, you know, LBW missed by millimetres or player misses. So we, we've been really happy with, um, yeah, the guys up front. Yeah. That was Australian captain Pat Cummins. Huge game for the Aussies tonight. One win, two losses. Uh, they come up against uh, Pakistan at the World Cup tonight. Uh, if you're just joining us, Julian DeStoop and Campbell Brown live from Sheen Panel Service. Lilydale in Lilydale, of course, the gateway to the beautiful Yarra Valley uh, here in Melbourne. Sheen Panel Service. Lilydale is now open. Come and meet the team at 56 John Street. Lilydale, I'll tell you what, Brownie, they've got a taco truck yeah, just off to the left. I can of smell it. It is busy. Very nice. There's people be... from businesses all over the shop yeah, come for I'm the tacos here. Yeah. I'm getting hungry, so oh. I'll be hopping into one of those very shortly. Absolutely. Smells beautiful. Ian Healy does join us, of course, Australian cricket legend and co-host of Pat and Heels. Thanks to Toolkit Depot. Everything you need under one roof. Tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear in store and online. Afternoon, Heels. G'day, fellas. How are you? Very well. Hope hungry. He's very hungry. I tell you, he might he might leave halfway through this interview and go and get something. I reckon. Uh, Heels extraordinary week at the World Cup. I mean, the Aussies looked in all sorts of trouble uh, halfway through Sri Lanka's innings, and then during the week, two monumental upsets, and uh, which we quite enjoyed because it was at the expense of uh, South Africa and England. What did you make of those two results? Uh, Afghanistan beating England and the Netherlands beating South Africa. Oh, very uh, stunning um, weather. I'd love to know how it all happened, how, uh, whether it's laziness or, or trying too hard or complacency. Um, not sure, but you'd have to imagine it was a bit of everything. Uh, yeah, it, it has kept us in it. You, you do need to understand the format of the tournament so that you don't go too early uh, with your, with your uh, predictions. But uh, Australia, at least Australia lost two games that were losable. Um, and now, and they've just got to make sure they don't lose to an Afghanistan, Bangladesh um, type team, uh, Netherlands, and they should be right. Heels, uh, what did you make? You're a former keeper, one of the great glovemen. What did you make of Alex Carey's um, getting dropped after just that first game? And, and you know, Josh Inglis has come in, he's, he's dropped a couple of half chances, and not much has gone his way. What have you thought of, uh, of that change? Oh, the change I'm not a big fan of. I, I thought I've always got more faith than that to know that Alex should, would have got his batting going. When you're dropping a wicketkeeper because of their batting, you, it's probably a sign that the top order's not doing their job well enough. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of it. But Josh will be he'll be fine. He's been around the team a long, long time, and um, he's been very patient. He's got this chance to sort of keep Alex out of all short-form cricket, but T20 as well as 50-over cricket. And, uh, you know, he might just settle as the test keeper. But, uh, yeah, I'd rather have a, a batter, you know, a Matt Short, who made 134 yesterday for Victoria from 100 balls. I'd like to have someone like that on the bench rather than a second wicketkeeper. Just on that, Tim Payne, uh, we spoke to him last Friday, of course, a former keeper like yourself, uh, doing a great job down at SEN Taz. He was, he was stunned by the decision to drop Alex Carey. When yeah. assessing a, a keeper, I guess when there's two in the squad, how much should their batting be assessed compared to the work they're doing behind the stumps? Yeah, well, um, not very much. Um, but the, the wicket has to be very relevant for what the team needs. 
So if the top order is failing, you want your wicket keeper to put a, a, a rear guard effort in, and uh, you know, and be and be right there when needed. Uh, every you know, a high percentage of the times, you, you, the wicket keeper's batting shouldn't be needed a high percentage of the times. But when you do get needed, you, you need to be handy. Uh, Alex Carey certainly got that covered, right? So, um, but the, the you know, 80% of the judgment is on your wicket keeping. And if you're if you're letting down your bowlers and the team at important times or not, um, and and doing that job because a missed a missed a tough miss stumping of Virat Kohli um, has you know incredible uh, sort of ramifications as we saw last night. If if you miss him when he's on fire, you're in trouble. And uh, so the wicket keeping must be spot on. And uh, you know I don't I haven't heard of anything that Kerry was letting anyone down with, but. But, uh, you know, Josh, Josh will be fine as well. Hills, where, where do you think we're at the top of the order with Dave Warner and his, his lack of form and looking ahead towards the, the Australian summer? Um, there's obviously a little bit of talk about his test spot as well and will he be able to hold his spot all the way through? Um, do you have an opinion on, on where he's at and how he's hitting the ball? Yeah, no, he's, he's going well. Brownie. Um, his form leading into this tournament was good. He, he made, oh, I think, half a dozen close to 50s and 50-plus 50 scores in a row. So, but, but what I'm not seeing from him is a triple-figure score. Mm. When, you play in, when you play in India um, and in one-day cricket, one of the top three have to score 100 every day. So, so, and that's what we haven't got out of our top three. So it's the first thing that's not working in our team at the moment. But I expect it to work tonight. I think, I think they're now they've been able to take a breath with the Sri Lankan victory. They will be thinking so much less about all the other stuff they're worrying about. Should I attack? Should I not? Should I hold? Should I hit this one for six or not? You know, they're little. They've been a little bit tentative. So now they they're in. They've had those two losses that they've seen South Africa and England keep them in the tournament with, and I expect this to be much more clear-headed tonight. So I expect Warner, Marsh, Smith has, uh, needs to get going. And then Manus can bat at a, a higher run rate and, and hit rate than he has been. Um, but I'd love to see Manus not bat again for the tournament because, you know, we could buy Warner, Marsh, Smith all doing their job. Then it's time for Sm- for Maxwell, Stoinis uh, and, and Inglis to come in, you know, and, and hit the sixes. So, so, you know, our power players haven't done it. That's the second thing that we're not doing just yet. And our bowlers have been very tentative and not, not very fiery and relentless. And I think that'll improve tonight too. So into Australian cricket legend, co-host of Patton Heels, Ian Healy. Just on David Warner, what was he talking about during the week when he suggested umpire statistics should be put on scoreboards? I mean, that, that doesn't make any sense. Well, I, well, I don't, if, you, if we knew what it meant, it might make sense. <laughs> what, what sort of stats would you put up for an, a cricket umpire? I think he's talking about sort of accuracy and decision making. Well, they're, they're not um, they're not revealable, surely, and <laughs> I don't even know whether they're measurable, whether they've been measured. Well, well how they're, do you measure them now yeah. with um, third umpire? Well, I don't know. Yeah, well, I must keep a record of how how they're all going or something by the sound of that. But then he said, "Well, I don't even know how Hawkeye works. <laughs> how would he know that the umpires are being measured if he doesn't know how Hawkeye works?" So just, he, was, he wasn't wrapped, was he, with that decision? Nah, about? He, he, yeah, that's right. They have that all was... got it in, and, and he's had a pretty poor run for an umpire called Joel Wilson. 
and mm. he, he's making more errors than most, and and that one wasn't quite right. And and Joel explained himself. The umpires these days love explaining themselves. It's not out because it was going down leg, right? They tell you. In our day, it was like, well, why, why, why'd you give that not out? And he said, hey, you shut up and get back to deep. Put, you, you get back and bowl if the bowlers ask, you know. They didn't explain anything. and and so, But now they have to try to feel clever and explain themselves. And, of course, that gets them in trouble at times because Joel told Davey that it swung. It swung back onto the line of the stumps and it didn't. So now they know he doesn't know what he's watching. He'll still ever feel like with an umpire that it's, it's personal because I, I remember when I was playing for the Hawks and I used to s- sort of try and terrorise a few of the small forwards. Every single time I got pinged, whistle off the ball, it was Darren Goldspink. It didn't matter whether it was 5 metres or 50 metres or 90 <laughs> metres, it was always Darren. And I'm just wondering if, uh, if, if the, as cricketers, you always felt like a half chance went the wrong way, it was a certain umpire. No, pro- no, I never felt it. Uh, no, and I don't know anyone. It wouldn't matter whether I felt it or not. I probably, as a wicketkeeper, might might be uh, might feel that at times, but I didn't. Um, the batsman might have something like that, but we probably none. No cricketers were infringing as much as you probably. <laughs> I was going to say, were you un- were you guilty as charged all times? Well, I reckon I was a bit. Uh, no, I didn't. No, I didn't get charged too much. Oh, yeah, Brownie, you know, yeah. <laughs> Brownie, not yeah. you. Goldspink, Goldspink, seen straight through me again. <laughs> Don't get Hawthorne fans started on Darren Goldspink. They'll go on uh, all day. What about uh, Pakistan Heels? We've known they've had what six players struck down with a bit of a fever. They've really been. Mm confined to their hotel because of some of the security reasons because of the tensions between India and Pakistan. We've seen in the past, if not all's quite right off the field, it does start to affect their performances on field. What, what do you expect from Pakistan tonight? Well, some, and sometimes it uh, helps their performances, right? So mm. they do chaos really well. Um, what I expect, like I'm putting the virus aside and the fevers they've been feeling, and it's, that's not good for any team for that to be going through through a team in very hot, humid conditions. It, it's really sapping the, uh, the time in India at the moment. So, no, they've got they've got a really technical, great top order. Now, the top four or five will bat really, really correctly and and quite hit the ball cleanly, but not power players, not, not go for the boundaries until they're really well set. So we've got to get top order wickets. And then their middle order is not known for power. Like, like our middle order... Uh, you know, it's, it's potential of Maxwell Stoinis and Inglis, um, you know, far outweighs what Pakistan have got. Another reason to get top order wickets because you'll stall their whole innings. Um, and then they're, they're, they've got a left uh, spinner, leg spinner, and they've got three quicks. That'll be that'll be fiery. They'll be coming at us and, and not easy to score from. So need to get through the first bit and not give up early wickets and set a big platform for a big total. So... Um, yeah, that, that's how you've got to play Pakistan. They, they've got enough to hurt you, so we'll just see how we go. Always a lot of talk about the Indian conditions and the, and the impact that has. Like, were you surprised the other day to hear Pat come and say he was struggling to read some of these Indian wickets, or, or is that something that can happen quite easily in the subcontinent? Oh, no, I think he just sort of owed us a complicated uh, answer, <laughs> really. I think, he, I think he sort of overthought his answer. You know, he, he won't mm. be having trouble reading. They, they know most evenings in most of the venues, dew comes in um, and the the moisture, the outfield becomes a little bit moist and the wicket, the top of the wicket becomes 
a little bit more slick so the ball won't grip in it. You know, it'll just slide on for Adam Zampa, for example, um, our, our quicks. And our spinners might struggle to hold that ball if it's if it's going across the outfield uh, a whole lot. And that's when it's quite difficult to bowl and much easier to bat. So, you know, I think what happened to him is the night before that interview, the Jew didn't come in. And that's what he had a problem yep. with. He thought, you know, we're all trying to bat first, um, a bowl first, and then bat second. We did that, but their bowlers still found it easy at night because the dew didn't come in. So he was a little confused, but he knows how to read these. Heels, you mentioned Matt Short before. A century yesterday in the Marsh Cup for Victoria. Did, should he? Do you think he should have been in this squad for the the one one day World Cup, or was that a bit easy to say in, in hindsight? Oh well, he was in the squad until they picked the final yep. fifteen, so he's very yep. very close. I, I definitely would have had him um, on the bench. But they didn't use him very well in the matches in the lead-up to this World Cup. They didn't give him much of a chance to, to sort of make 100 on tour. He was batting low. He was like a finisher. So he didn't get that opening position where he can make some stunning runs. So so he didn't quite get the chances. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I probably would have had someone like that on the bench. I would Imagine if we had Michael Neeser and Matt mm-hmm. Short uh, and Travis Head and Cameron Green's as our reserves at the moment, it'd, it'd be it'd be a lot of pressure pushing upwards, and the performance would be great wherever we had to go with selections. Just one of the others before we let you go. The other story this week in the world of cricket is the fact that uh, coming into the Olympics in 2028, uh, your thoughts on that decision, and, and have you got a sense of what it would mean for a cricketer to, to go to an Olympics and, and, yeah. and have a successful Olympics? Well, I guess you've got to qualify it first for it first, um, mm. and I, I wonder what the format is going to be. You know, I've heard an eight-team format, right? Men's and women, eight teams. Yep. So there must, you know, and I looked it up through the week. There's 200 Olympic committees. Mm. So, so let's say a hundred of them want to play cricket. How, how do you qualify? The qualifying yeah. tiers and tournaments around the world are going to be huge. You get through to the final, uh, which is eight teams. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be pretty good. It'll be it'll be very good because it's a genuine uh, you know sport that should go well at the Olympics, like hockey, like football, and those sorts of things. It, it's very watchable, and uh, the world won't like it. Just finally, you confident the Aussies will get the job done tonight? Yes, I, I'm, I'll say I'm very confident tonight, and and it'll it'll just cement their confidence if they have a good night tonight and. They'll be as hard to beat as India, possibly, in the future games, you know. And then, sort of, I, I think they're going to peak at the right time. They've got uh, six games to go before a semi-final selection. So, they, they just need to play real well and hopefully get their run rate going and don't have trouble with washouts. Um, that, they're all things that they now have mm. to worry about because they haven't won those first two games. But, yeah, I'm very confident. Heels, as always, uh, thanks for your time. Uh, let's hope the Aussies put in a great performance uh, tonight. We'll chat to you soon. Okay. No worries, fellas. Bye. Thanks, Heels.